Hey there, this is Red Zone Redemption, a fantasy football podcast, part of the Roto Heat Network. Make sure you follow us on your preferred podcasting network. We should be on there. And this is your host, FF Shane B. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks. So with that being said, we are going to move on to our next round, which is going to be a uh, interview for Rob, uh, where we get to look, know a little bit more about Rob. So Rob, um, when did you start playing fantasy football? Yeah, so it's funny. I was trying to think back. Um, I believe it's 2005 was okay. was uh, when um, I was trying to look back a little bit earlier today. So my earliest one on Yahoo, which is one of my longest running leagues, what it says 2007. But I know we we I played before that, and I know we um, also like changed like the name of the league or whatever, and kind of like okay. it messed the, the history up at one point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was looking back at 2005s, and I remember um, it was either 2004, or 2005, and I remember I'm pretty sure my first ever first round pick was Rudy Johnson from the Bengals. Solid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it was it was him. And then um, I think in another league, it was Sean Alexander. Um, So, yeah, there was it was those guys. Um, And and LT was the premier guy at the time. And he was like my favorite guy in the league. I wanted to get first picks, try to get him and and everything like that. But uh, but yeah, that was it was around that time. That is actually the same year that I started playing. So really, that is pretty cool. That's that is awesome. I think I was a. sophomore in high school <laughs> I, I was 10 yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome starting them early i love it yeah my uh my first league was with my dad uh and some doctors and other medical sales reps that he uh worked with at the time so that's awesome that's awesome i love it yes sir uh is so what's your longest standing league you said 2007 so that's what almost 16 years yeah, I think, and like I said, I think that one also we started, we may have started a year before, um, and like our commissioner didn't know how to renew the league, so he just made a new league, so the history yeah. didn't didn't carry over. Um, but yeah, that one's with like a lot of guys I went to high school with, um, and it's always like, it's always the one I kind of look forward to the most in a way. We have a, mm-hmm. we, we do an auction draft. Um, nice. And like this year we get one of our to our buddy's house, uh, had a, had a pool party beforehand and we had like, our auction is like a really long auction process mm-hmm. too. Um, so it, for me, it's just like really fun. I get excited for it every year. Nice. Sounds like my league with uh, Jay Felicio. Oh yeah. yeah. You guys in person all the time with it too? Yeah, well, I haven't been able to make it the last two years in person, um, okay. but I, they have all been in person, and I've had to zoom in the last two years, but uh, the first year in, that I was in the league was three years ago, and that was in person, and it was a ton of fun. That's It's always the best. Yeah, we have a couple and guys that... See, that's the it, in-person auctions are always the best, and yeah. uh, we have a couple guys that zoom in. My brother zooms in in our in our league every year, pretty much, because nice. um, he's out of state. But um, but yeah, most of the rest of us are all all there, so it's it's fun. Nice. All right, uh, you like I mentioned in the uh, extremely long intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are the uh, founder of the Baby Bowl charity tournament? Um, what made you start? the baby bowl. Yeah. So it was a somewhat of a combination of things. So, um, I was, and basically it was a combination of basically enjoying 
Scott Fishbowl um, and seeing how well people responded to charity leagues and how much they wanted to be a part of it. And, um, and then one of our, one of our close friends, um, they experienced a, a tough pregnancy um, and ended up having a stillbirth. And um, so basically I kind of thought to myself, like, how, how could I, what could I do with like this somewhat platform, I guess, that I have, you know, and then following that could help do something good and help for towards, you know, kind of in, in their honor and, and, um, you know, help give back. And, uh, so that's kind of how the combination of it came about. That's awesome. Um, and I, I love that because that is one of Scott's big things with Scott Fishbowl is like, if you've got a platform, go out and do something with it. Um, so I love that you had that, that mindset and, and went out and, and tried to do something. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. And it's, it's been, a, it's been fun too. We got a lot of, we've, we've raised a lot of money over the few years so far that we've done it. And we've had a lot of, um, a lot of people, a lot of good feedback and a lot of fun. A lot of people really like the, the format. So, um, it's, it's been fun. Well, I'm getting ready to ask you about that, but before I do that, what year are you on in Baby Bowl? I believe this is the third year for regular, yeah, third year that we did regular season. Okay, cool. <clears throat> and the format, uh, the best way I can describe it, and I'll let you uh, kind of fine-tune it and, and put your, your Rob touch on it here, is like DFS kind of one-and-done, set-your-lineup style. Um why did you first elaborate on the, the format a little bit better than I did, but then tell us <laughs> kind of why did you go with that format? Yeah. So you, you hit it pretty good, but it's um, so like you said, it's a very DFS based um, one and done style. So essentially the way I describe it to a lot of people that don't know is basically like, it's like DFS without salaries. So, and, and the twist is you can only use a player once per year. So you can set any lineup you want any week, as long as you haven't used the player so far. And the nice part, obviously, is the site takes out the players that you've used, so you don't even have to remember which players you have and haven't used. Um, and you just choose from the player pool that you have available to you um, every week. Um, so there is DFS based in the sense that you're looking at the matchup um, more specifically. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that's kind of how, how the setup is. Uh, we do one QB two running backs, two receivers, a tight end and flex. Yep. Um, I've, I've thought about, I've, you know, I've thought about doing more uh, starting spots, but it kind of gets rough after 17 weeks, especially, you know, running backs, and everything else. Yeah. So I, I haven't expanded on it um, to this point um, because I don't know how like to weigh the possibility, you know, of, of starting more players is because starting more players is always kind of more fun in general, but then, getting down to the end of the season and you're playing guys that you really just don't want to play or you don't have anyone left to play. So I don't know how enjoyable that would be for people. So we'll see though in the future. I think if you did expand the starting rosters, um, you'd have to almost make it to where like you could use a player twice, but that's it. Yeah. I've thought about that. I don't know if that's possible. And I've thought about that as well. And I don't know if it is either because I haven't looked into that. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, and the reason, so in terms of the reason though, that it was that way it went like that. So, originally, um, I, before I started putting this out there on Twitter and for the public, I used to do it um, 
just with my friends and you know people close family and friends or whatever that wanted to be a part of it we did it for the playoffs only um okay. as a way to keep playing fantasy football during the playoffs um and basically what would what it would be is i would set up a spreadsheet people would you know text me email me whatever yeah. their their picks and i'd put them all in and i would actually hand calculate all the numbers and whatever and yeah i know it's uh it was not uh as as Just easy as this. Like yeah yeah for sure it was it was it was it was a lot of work um luckily didn't have many leagues going on during the playoffs so i was able to do it and uh but yeah that was always like we did it like that um and it kind that that kind of came out of like i said wanting to play fantasy football more during the playoffs and also having a um plenty of survivor leagues that we played in and, and friends ran. And I was like thinking, I was like, Oh, I wonder if we could do a survivor league, like fantasy football league mashup. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And so that's when I, I thought I was like, okay, let's try this out for the playoffs. And people liked it. And then, you know, the next year I did it again for the playoffs, but I opened it up to uh, some people on Twitter to see if people wanted to join some, some people uh, joined. I think you may, I don't know if you know, Mike Reedy. Um, yeah. Love yeah Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike uh, joined. I think when I was doing it, still on spreadsheets the first year. Um, nice. And there was a couple others maybe that joined. And then I was like, you know what? That's the the next year was when I decided I was like, let's try to do this. See if there's a site for it. And I saw MFL supported that format, and I saw that uh, you know I decided I was like, all right, let's let's go for it. That's when the regular season was born, and then now we do the regular season and the playoff version. So it's kind of how it's nice. progressed. Very cool. Um, I like it. It's my first year in it, and I, I told you uh, on your show, uh, I'm in for as long as you need me, um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm trying to – and I don't know if this strategy is going to work, but I'm <laughs> trying to kind of balance it with, like, guys that I like uh, and guys that other people think are studs that I'm not necessarily as big of fans of each week um, to kind of – put together that that lineup each week because there are guys that like for example i took i started justin fields in week one and um i don't know how that played out for me really um <laughs> com- comparatively but um that w- that's just the example is like i'm not super high on justin Fields, so i started him in week one um and there's uh i think i went james cook this week with that was a guy that i'm like not super high on um and i out. think yeah so I had I it's funny you mentioned that because I, I had James Cook in my original lineup that I built early in the week, but then I ended up subbing him out because I always go with the running backs that uh come into value later in the week because due to injury. Yeah. Which did not go well for me this week with Joshua <laughs> Kelly and AJ <laughs> Dillon. <laughs> but um but yeah, and and that just comes about because obviously, like I mentioned a little bit ago about the running back situation, you know, you're playing a minimum of thirty-four throughout this this season in this yeah. format. So I've I've found that it's tough to get thirty-four that you want to play. So I'm yeah. almost always plugging in guys and at that for for injured guys, especially if the guy the starter is only injured for a few weeks or a week or whatever. I'll yeah. plug that guy in. Um, but yeah, it's funny too. Is uh, I find there's so, so, so many different strategies that people try yeah. to go with. That's one of the things that's kind of really cool to hear. I, I, I love hearing everyone's different like thought process on how they go about building it. Um, you and I have a, actually a somewhat of a similar, I mean, I try to play as many studs early as I possibly can. I will say yeah. that. Um, 
but and it's the same kind of thing though like i try to play matchup i try to balance it with matchups versus studs and i don't i don't want to just save studs a lot of people like to save studs i don't want trying to do to be honest okay i i will say i will tell you i don't love doing that personally just because you see guys go down and then you just don't get a chance to use them um and i mean obviously that creates other value uh, too but i like to get those guys in you know as early as possible if i can um but also balancing out the fact of especially at running back playing guys that come into value so it's tough though i mean i'm not off to a great start i did really well last year my wife did really well last year um and then but we're doing pretty awful to start the year so (laughs) who knows right who knows how it it goes it's it's a wild format yeah my lineup this week i did not start uh james cook i think it might have been pollard was my guy that uh okay i'm i'm and I'll eat crow on this. I was not super high on him just because I, I don't know. I didn't see him being super productive, being the the full-time lead back. Like, I didn't know if he could fully handle it. And I, I think I'm wrong on that so far. But it was uh, Brock Purdy, David Montgomery, Pollard, T. Higgins, Chris Olave, Amon Ra, and Kittle. That's better than mine looked this week. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. Josh Kelly and AJ Dillon will do that to you when they're two yeah, they, your team. Yes, they will. So, um, all right, before I actually want to, I'm going to flip questions on you real quick. You yeah. mentioned it earlier in the show, um, but who's your favorite NFL team and why? The Browns. Cause I live in around Cleveland. <laughs> really? That's I mean, um, growing up here since kindergarten basically moved here in in kindergarten so um always been a cleveland sports fan browns uh guardians Cavs, all my all my favorite teams and um yeah unfortunately it hasn't gone well being a browns fan so far and Um, still it's that's reminded us of that tonight Um, i would just like to say that the last quarterback to lead you guys to the playoffs is my favorite player baker mayfield (sighs) I know, I know, and he's uh, he's, he's playing. As I say, <laughs> yeah, he's doing, he's doing, he's doing better than ex- better than most people expected, at least uh, yep. better than I expected in, in Tampa right now. Um, yep, yep, yep. But yeah, it is. It's it's frustrating. It's a frustrating life as a Browns fan, but but we do it. We do it down here. I understand. All right. Last question. I always like to ask in this one, um, just to see if anyone has any cool hobbies or anything specifically that they uh, like love or support. Like uh, Jake Perry said uh, him and his wife are super huge dog lovers and they work with a couple different dog charities. So um, what is one thing that you want people to know about you outside of fantasy football? Man, um, I, yeah, it's funny because I've been thinking about this question for a while. Um yeah, I mean, pretty much just like I would say that my, you know, my in terms of hobbies, I I just I really enjoy sports in general. Um, play basketball regularly. Um, really, really, always basketball has always been my main love for sports in terms of especially playing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's I, I love it. I rent a rent a gym, you know, once a week um and invite a bunch of guys out and we, we play and we've been i've been doing that since i graduated pretty much so um love doing that and obviously i mean in the main i mean the main thing that for me though is just spending you know spending tons of time with uh wife and kids you know got yeah. got two little ones under under five um they're uh they they're 
they're wild and they're fun and it's the it's a it's a fun time so um the 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 older one has got a birthday coming up and so he's all excited for that um he's in in school and really enjoying that and you know we've got him in sports got him in he's in soccer right now playing he's played t-ball basketball um so yeah and friends and spending time with the friends and family is is the main thing that i enjoy the most i would say very cool um it sounds like i need to come up to cleveland and hang out with you for a week or so so we can uh hit the gym together and go play dude a hundred percent i will tell you if you if you're ever up for it for sure. I don't know if you know um, Toronto Dave. On, on oh, he's a Toronto. Oh, it's like yeah. Toronto Dave FFC or something. I, I can't yeah. remember it. Yeah, yeah, Toronto Dave FF. He, um, we had kind of talked back and forth on Twitter for a little while, and he, uh, I saw he posted like a picture that he was in Cleveland, and I live like ten minutes from the airport. Okay. Um, so I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, are you?" are you in Cleveland? And this was last year before the um, expo. Cause he flew into yeah. Cleveland and he stayed there for like three days, I think before going to Akron uh, or Canton or whatever for the expo. And so I messaged him like, Hey, you know, what are you up to? We can link up and, you know, go get something to eat, something to drink, do whatever. And he said he was in town for a few days. And then I told him, he asked me about like my schedule and I told him, at the time he was there like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday he was going to Canton. So I told yeah. him, I was like, yeah, you know, I work Wednesday. I won't be able to do much. It was already Monday. And I was like, Tuesday, I'm, I'm, I play basketball. If you want to come up, he, he came, he met up with me and we, he, he went to our open gym, played basketball with us and stuff. We had a good time. Nice. We, uh, then we went, him and I went out to eat a little bit afterwards and hung out for a little bit. So cool. yeah, open invite for sure. If you're ever up my way, Give me a shout, and we yeah. will do that for sure, hundred percent. I'll have to add a, a Cleveland gym to the uh, list of gyms that I've pissed people off because I'm a short, fat, white kid that can hit threes. <laughs> like nobody's business. So that's that. That that's the best. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. So, all right. Well, that wraps up this segment. Uh, thanks for answering those questions, Rob. Um, yeah. Just. This kind of stemmed from a, a, a separate show that I used to do where I just like to let people get to know um, the fantasy analysts or whatever the heck you want to call yourself a little better um, outside of fantasy or really what got them started in fantasy. So and, and you've got a, a good tournament out there that more people need to know about. So, no, I appreciate I appreciate you uh, having me on and asking the questions and things like that. Yeah. So I, I definitely appreciate it. Of course, of course.